You're listening to the Crochet Conversations podcast with Ines and Mel, and this is episode 28, The Wonderful World of Granny Squares. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Hello guys. So before we start this episode, I want to tell you guys something. I realized that we forgot to mention this in the previous episode, right. but it's exciting news. Mm-hmm. So if you don't already know, we are actually having a little pop-up event happening in Singapore here right now. Yeah, correct. Okay, it's already started, unfortunately, we forgot to say. But if you're listening to this episode today, which is Sunday, 12 December, then you still have time to come down and catch us at this event. And so far, we've seen so many of you guys uh, at the event, uh, and we're so happy to see you. Yeah, also because it's been a while, right? Since yeah. we've actually spoken to you guys. Okay, so here are the details. This event we're doing is a Christmas market. It's the Etsy Craftivist Christmas Market in collaboration with Curbside Crafters. It runs from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 10 to 12 December, starting at 12pm to 9pm. It's uh, at 730 North Bridge Road. It's like a little shop house on its own and it's three levels and there is food on the first level and like two other levels and we're in one of those levels. So come by and say hi. So far, it's been really, really fun. Like such a break from the monotonous, you know, work from home lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And because it's been a while, it's so, you know, it's so refreshing and so exciting to, you know, be out and meet you guys. It's kind of tiring, right? But I think so far we're enjoying it. It's a kind of like rush exhaustion that we really enjoy you know yeah. it's like we work well under pressure and this is just anyway it's just wonderful so come by and say hi you want to talk to you guys okay and now that we've gotten that out of the way mm-hmm. let's jump right into this episode so this was i originally wanted to leave it as a quick questions but i've decided against it because this question was submitted from a long time customer and listener of our podcast and she suggested an episode all about granny squares yeah so it wasn't really a questions per se but kind of like a suggestion of things we could talk about and i thought that it was wonderful because granny squares are so versatile Exactly. Right? And it's, you know, in in fact, it's one of those things I teach in my classes. One of the earlier things I teach in my classes, even before I go into teaching like circles, for example. Yeah. And I am excited, so excited about this episode because uh, one of my earlier projects uh, was using Granny Squares. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember the nightmare that you went through, but like the rewards, like it's so rewarding, right? Yeah. To finally finish a project. Yeah. So we're going to break down today what granny squares are and all the different things you can do with it. And it's it's my personal belief that if you could only learn one thing, master the granny square. If you could only learn I one totally thing agree. in crochet, that is. You know, you could just learn the granny square and there is almost nothing that is limited to you. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing research for this, you cannot believe the number of things you can create just, just with purely using granny squares. Yeah, just with the granny square. And that's crazy to think. But basically, okay, you know what? Let's wait for this and let's break it down in this episode. Let's first define what a granny square is. And I think a lot of people hear the word granny square and think it's some weird, complicated, ugly, old-fashioned thing. But actually, they can be so wonderful and modern mm-hmm. and beautiful, yep. right? So what is a granny square in crochet? Uh, you know, as the name suggests, it's a square piece of something. Yep. And it's a little square built up from the centre. 
So it's not like you do, you know, the start with the X number of chains and you build upwards in rows, kind of like a rectangle. Right. In a granny square, you start from like a middle point and you start building outwards like in a radial sort of formation Mm -hmm. and you create four sides and every row you do, you add one more row to each side. And they're just little tiny squares made up of regular, you know, all the basic stitches. Could be single, double, half double. Uh, The most basic ones are a 3DC cluster stitch pattern. Yeah. And it's just basically that. That's just one kind of a basic square. You can go as complex as something really, really, like starting from a mandala and building upwards. You could do all sorts of things with granny square. Really, the it's the sky's the limit with this because it's yeah. down to your imagination. Really endless possibilities. And color and color choices and, and range. It can be as minimal as you want to, the whole square in one color, or you could change colors in every row. And that's basically what a granny square is. Okay, so now that we know what a granny square is, okay. do you know why granny square is called granny squares? <laughs> I, I have thought about that, honestly, mm. but I... I just assume it's, you know, a square because it's a square and granny okay. because it's kind of old-fashioned looking. Okay. Or maybe it's like traditional. <laughs> I've never really thought about why or it's called. to go and find out why it's called that. Yeah, but I do have some people ask me that after I talk or describe what a granny square is, uh-huh. then they always say, but, okay, so why is it called a granny square? Yeah. Or if I tell them you could do this in granny square and then they give me a look and they say, uh, I don't really want anything that's like granny looking though. <laughs> right, right, right. And that would be the first thought, right? Yeah, that's my first thought too, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Okay, well, the real story is in the 1900s, grandmothers... Wow, the 1900s. Yeah. Okay. Gr- yeah, grandmothers would find like scraps of yarn. They mm-hmm. would keep them because yarn was not readily available. Uh, so it was very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get yarn then. Especially like a brand new ball of yarn for them. Yeah. It's kind of like really, really like a month's worth of salary. Yeah, exactly. So they would save out these scraps and then they found out that they can turn it into like mini squares and mm-hmm. then they can put them together, sew them together to into turn it into larger. something bigger like blankets that were more functional then. And where would they get this scrap of yarn? Like would they just like collect them yeah. over time? Or? Yeah. Yeah, they would collect them either from like old clothings, old fabric. Or like old blankets. Exactly, and... yeah. So when they pull up apart, mm-hmm. um, then they realise they can actually put it together to make something else. I love that it's born out of something so practical and functional. Yeah. I, I love that. It's like it gives it such a rich history behind just the word granny square. Yeah, exactly. And because we're not talking about grannies like our grandparents. Yeah. We're talking about like real grannies, like the <laughs> yeah, 1900s yeah, the 1900s, Victorian yeah. dresses type real grannies. Yeah. <laughs> and the way they made the granny squares, right? The pattern itself, it doesn't take uh, like somebody who needs to see very well or to like work very fast with their hands right. uh, in order to make them. Oh, okay, you're right. That that makes sense because yeah. that's one of the first few things I teach in my class because I feel like it doesn't take somebody a very I see. huge amount of like skill or time to yeah. master the granny square. And it's a, it, because it's so easy, it's such a great confidence booster right. as well. Right. And it doesn't take much yarn. Yeah. Which and makes sense, which makes sense yeah, to me now. Exactly. So when I was reading about this, it does make so much sense to me where they say that you can, like, granny squares, using granny squares is such a good way to use up your scrap, scraps Scrap of yarn. Yeah, yes, exactly. yes. I do know of most people talking about granny squares and it's always in the context of using up scrap yarn. Yeah. And I have tried to, to do that <laughs> myself to, you know, 
Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't work because then I start thinking about what other color schemes right. I want. I feel very stifled when it's just limited to my scrap yarn. Right, right. Also because I've got a lot of yarn, so my scraps really don't match. But I could totally see where the name comes from and how it how it sort of adds to the rich history of crochet. And yeah. crochet is already quite, you know, exciting on its own. Yeah. Okay, that was I think that was really interesting. So let's hop right into um, like the real meat of it, you know, like yeah. really talk about granny squares. And I just want to start off by saying granny squares could be any size, like they could be large or small, right? Okay, as, yeah. with, as with any project that we do. But uh, the idea of using 3DC clusters, uh, it's not just limited to squares. And I think that is where like the modern day definition of granny square really changes mm -hmm. because it's no longer just squares. In fact, using the 3DC cluster granny square type of pattern, you could create all sorts of yeah, shapes. Yeah, and, and I've seen those. Right, and so it's kind of confusing when I say, oh, it's a granny square, but like a, it's a rectangle. Yeah, or then, a triangle. Or a triangle. And my, stu my students go, so it's a granny rectangle. Tangle, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like a oh, kind of yes but we're just modifying the square into a rectangle yeah so here are just some of the shapes that you can do or you can create using the 3dc cluster granny square stitch you can make obviously a square you could make rectangles you could even make hexagons out of them like star shapes they could even be done in triangle shapes wow star shapes or circles Yes, I've seen the circle ones. And the circles one are so... They're so... I love the idea of turning circles into squares just with the basic stitches. Yeah. Which is totally what granny squares are about now. You know, it's no longer, you know, since the 1900s. Yeah, yeah. It's no longer just one basic type of granny square stitch. And that's why I think crochet is so amazing. You can turn something that's called a square into not a square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Using the exact same pattern, you know. And there are just, I don't want to say millions, so maybe thousands of designs yeah. of granny squares out there. You can just walk into any like craft store and if they do carry crochet pattern books, they usually always carry like a granny square book. Right. Right, and it's like 500 granny squares to try. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like a thousand. I don't know if I've ever seen a thousand, but you know, <laughs> off the top of my head, I think there could be a thousand. Yeah. You know, we should totally make this a challenge that everyone comes together and creates their own version of a granny square. Okay. I think that would be quite exciting, but yeah. you know. So anyway, um, just like if you just do a basic search on YouTube, there is a YouTube channel... I don't remember the name, but just type out 365 days of Granny Square. Okay. And it's basically this really lovely lady with the help of, I think, her father who helped her film. She basically did one Granny Square every day of the year. A different one? A different one every day wow. of the year. And she sort of did it in a playlist so one video is one granny square and she labels them day one day two day three okay. day 200 and day right. 365 and the idea is to collect all these granny squares and put them into like a blanket at a later stage Okay. But every one of them is different and they're really cute because they're themed. So if it's like Easter, she does an Easter themed oh, so granny cute. square. Right, because in the whole year you have like different festivities Seasons, and all yeah. that. Yeah. And her commitment to stick to that yeah. is crazy. I think when I first started learning crochet, um, when I first stumbled across this video, I actually did try. I did to do one to every do. day. Uh, I did like two a day. 
Okay. For like the first five week? days. Okay. Yeah, week. Yeah, and then I got I got bored <laughs> because. You know, and I tried to piece them together. The yeah. only problem is that it's kind of hard to sew them together because the stitch counts don't, don't all match up. Right, because it's a different pattern. It's a different pattern. But it just goes to show the amount of versatility you get with just a basic idea of a granny square. Right. So maybe let's give some examples, kind of like, you know, what are the things that you can do with granny squares. Okay, yeah. This sort of reminds me of our Christmas edition where I'm just listing things out to make. Yeah, things and you then, can make, yeah. And then that's just getting me thinking about all the things I want to start. Yeah. But I will control myself and all my research is purely for the sake of this episode, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I promise to not start any whips with granny squares because I, I bet. I bet after this episode, yeah. I will. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we could make... Um, okay, so basis, basically, granny squares is just you making lots of squares and tiling them together, basically. Like yeah, floor putting tiles, them together. Right. right. And if you think about all the ways you can use floor tiles, you know, they could be on the floor, they could be on the wall, they could mm-hmm. be on the countertop, and it's just really based on your imagination or like it's your creativity yeah. will determine where it goes. You can even tile the ceiling, I mean, if that's what you want. Yeah, and yeah. If that's the look you want. You know, you have big and small and, and different shapes and whatnot. And yeah. granny squares are very similar to that. Right. Okay, so let's say if you make like smaller granny squares and you make a lot of them, you could piece them into something as simple as a blanket. I think yeah. that's kind of like the most basic. Most common, Most used, common, right? right? Mm. And I think the fun of that is being able to choose your colour scheme. Ah. So, you know, you could have like a solid colour granny square, but like have maybe four colours and you just alternate the colours you put, similar to your granny square cardigan that you did. Yeah, correct. Right, you had light blue, a medium blue and a grey. Yeah, and a grey, yeah. Right? And so you could do that and make like a blanket. I think that's the most basic thing. If you don't want it to be so large like a blanket, it could be just a throw for your sofa. Yeah, yeah. You know, something for you to sit on your sofa and cover yourself with. So that's one option that you could do, you could use with granny squares. Another option would be if you want something more, like more functional, you could make a scarf out of a granny square. Yep, I've seen those, yeah. You could make tinier, smaller, you know, squares and piece them together in a scarf. And because you're sewing them together, you have the option of doing one long, you know, one long scarf. Or like those infinity scarves, the kind that you know goes that that goes in a loop. Yeah, and I guess you can always just add on, you know, to the length. If yeah, you want. to the length. If that's if that is if you're not making it in a loop, but you could add on to the length. You could add on to the width of it. And I, as you know, as part of our brand, you know, we offer a granny square blanket. Yeah, yeah. And we call the we call it like the growing blanket because the idea is you buy a certain amount of squares. We stitch them into a blanket for you. And as your child grows older, you yeah, could just, just get add more on. squares yeah. and add on to your piece. And one day, it's going to be large enough for your child. And it's it just grows with your child. So that's sort of the concept or the idea that we love about tiling together yeah. granny squares. Yeah. You know, and you're not under any pressure to finish it all at once. You know, if you stop at any moment you're still going to have like a blanket somewhat. Yeah, correct. And if it's a blanket, then it's still functional, sort of. Yeah, it's know? just a small blanket. <laughs> yeah. Right? But it can grow as big or as long and you can change it to a square if you want to, you know, maybe like 50 by 50 squares. Or if you decide that's not what you want, you could just add on extra squares on one side. You know, you know and make it like a rectangle. Change it a little bit, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think it's quite nice to sort of like mark the seasons and change as you go through with that and you sort of chart your journey through crochet. You know, when I do this granny square with my students, the very first few squares they create look a little bit, uh, you know, (laughs) but as they go on, like the quality of their work just improves and it's so nice to see. It's like it's chart, it charts their progress. Right. You know, through the blankets. So that's something you could do. Right, if you want to do together, like put together really small ones. Another option would be if you create one large, larger granny square. Okay, say like so um, one huge square. Yeah, say like 15 by 15. So you just keep building onto your granny square yeah. until it's much larger. And you could do two of those and make it into a pillowcase. Yeah, I can totally see that, yes. Right, or if you don't mind like a box top, you could just do two granny squares and so seam the sides together and a little bit of the top portion and you could wear them like a, you know, like a scoop neck kind of top but made in granny square. Yeah, I'm trying to visualise that and yeah, it's so simple but yet it works. Yeah, but yet it works, yeah. And if you are comfortable with doing it in the rectangle shape, you know, you could do, you could use a much sturdier material and create like a floor mat. Wow, that's smart. And you could just because you make them, you could make you could you could synchronize all of them. Like you can match all the colors across your house. You know, or yeah. have one for every season and it's so much cheaper. What we like to do is to take our old like jersey material t-shirts or yeah. old like fashion clothes we don't want. We cut them into strips and we create a floor mat out of t-shirt yarn. Yeah. If you're more adventurous and you don't just want to create like a flat piece of something, mm-hmm. you could make lots of granny squares and tile them or put them together in a cardigan. Like me. Like you, yeah. And that requires just a little bit more time and effort because you're not just creating one flat yeah. 2D piece of like fabric. Yeah. Right? You actually need to think about structure and shape and yeah, how and you're how, gonna... how you're supposed to tile it together to make it into... Uh, like a wearable cardigan. Yeah, and you could do that. It could be as big or as small. And I think, you know, if you, if it's possible for you to start small, do it for like a child or like an right, infant. Right. Because I tell you, it sounds fun, but when you're actually piecing them and stitching them together, it's all four sides yeah. multiplied by the number of squares you have. And it can be quite, you know, tedious. You yeah, know? And yeah. if you don't drink, if you are... You know, if you're not somebody who drinks alcohol, then you have to do it sober. And I think that's really, that's quite, that's yeah. quite a torture. Uh, but well, it's better to do it sober, I guess, because when you start having to piece them all together and sew them in all together, yeah, you really need that patience and, you know, that focus to do it. I'm more patient when I'm not sober. Right, I see. So how, why don't you share a little bit about your experience making that you know, granny square cardigan because from my point of view, yeah, it, I think you you lost a lot of hair because <laughs> like you're constantly tugging at your hair and you're constantly, you know, like yeah. complaining about how difficult it is. And I feel your pain because I know how hard it is. Yeah. I think that the idea is not making the granny square that was difficult. It's the idea that I have to put it together and, you know, having that that uh, design aspect to it as well. Oh yeah, you did take some time to... Yeah, to, to figure out, you know, how should I tile it properly, what colour combinations I should go for. And I was a bit adventurous, I think. <laughs> I decided to colour change 
my granny squares. Yeah. So okay. Know. So basically, you had some that are solid colors yeah. and some that are multicolored squares. Yeah. So you know, you were telling me that I can have multiple colors, and I got excited and I picked like, okay, I want many of my tiles to be multi multicolor, and I think that you know caused me a lot of stress afterwards. And I think also correct me if I'm wrong. But the biggest nightmare, I think, for you was sewing in all the tails. Yeah, it was unexpected, I think. I, I don't know that. Do you know to think that it was going to have that many tails? It looked, it looked, before she sewed in her tails, it looked like a monster. Yeah. With all the little tentacle tails and, sticking out. And this was even before sewing them together. You know, <laughs> I had to deal with those ends first. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that really stressed me out. But after I got that out of the way, uh, putting them all together was not as difficult, you know. So as as a like a beginner, um, how long do you think maybe you can give like our listeners an idea of how long you think you took to you know from start to finish? How many hours you think you put into your work and how many days? I think I would say I took about a month or so. Uh, every day I would work maybe a couple of hours, you know, my, my free time off work to do that. Yeah, and also because we, we have our full-time job, yeah. right, which is this. So this was like your personal project, right? Yeah. Nothing to do with our work. Yeah, I mean, I did get faster over time making the granny squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I spent most of my time designing and figuring out uh, like how many more you know, multicolored squares should I make? How many of the solid colors should I make to make sure that, you know, I had the design in place already I'm, as I was building the cardigan? I don't think... Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think actually making the individual square was difficult for you, right? Yeah, it was more of the planning stage, I think. And the finishing up stage. Yeah, for sure. The sewing it together. Um, and to give you guys an idea, like, so we work basic working hours, uh, or at least that's the hours that we've set aside... Uh, we work in the day and then around like 6 or 7 p.m. we end work and that's I think that's after dinner and that's when you start working on your project, right? Yeah, yeah. correct. So I think that for like you listeners out there, it mimics your working hours and when you come home, you know, like working one or two hours a day in between, you know, your own life priorities and like whatever other things you have going on. Yeah. I think one month, for you, was sort of like a realistic idea of working at it every day. Yeah, correct. And I, I didn't want to rush through it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it shows when you don't rush through it because your piece is so nice. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I was and, really happy with the with the end product. And actually, I started my granny square. I was going to do a solid colour <laughs> granny square. I started my granny square around the same time as you. Yeah. And I'm really ashamed to say that it's not even halfway done. Yeah, but I'm a one-whip girl, right? So Yeah, I'm not. I'm a poly-whip, you know, girl. So I have all my light blue granny square sort of tucked away in like a, a zippy bag. And, you know, I'm, I probably need to find where it is now <laughs> because I don't know where it is yeah. now. Yeah, but definitely it's a realistic project to go for uh, as a beginner, I would say. Uh, it was pretty simple to get on um, the pattern and to create like many multiple squares at a time. I agree with you and I think that this granny square if you are a like a really new beginner a granny square would be perfect because you get to practice your stitches especially your tension as you go along and you start to understand the importance of having the same kind of tension in every square. Yes, yes, yeah, you're right, correct. Right, because as you were working through it I realized that one of the issues that you were facing or one of the issues you were coming to me with 
was that even though your squares are the exact same number of rows and exact same number of stitches, yeah, sometimes the, they just don't match up. Like the you know, sizing like, of it yeah. don't match. And so if you are if you are a beginner, like oh, almost like a complete beginner, could even do this, right? And you could spend a month just getting familiar with the different stitches. And of course, Mel is sort of taller and she's has broader shoulders so she definitely needs more squares yeah, a lot bigger yeah but if you're someone that's a little bit more petite or much smaller size then you don't have to make so many you know squares or if you want to create this for a child of course it's easier with less lesser squares yeah. right and of course uh, at the beginning we always say it's important to swatch first so i needed to know my you know one Tension, square yeah. would you know measurement in terms of sizing how many i would need for maybe my shoulder length and and things like that Maybe we could have an episode talking about how to put together a granny square cardigan. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. Let me know what idea. you guys think. If you guys want to listen to that, leave us a comment on our Instagram. We are at cookitcrochetsg. And, you know, I love to put that to- together for you guys. Yeah. Okay, so let's. So that's talking about putting together something a little bit more complex, right? Another thing you could do that's like a wearable, and I think it's a trend now, are bucket hats. And I have seen people create like circles for the top of the bucket hat. Okay. And then four or five granny squares for the sides of it. And so they connect these four or five granny squares in like a circle, connect it to the main circle, and then crochet a little border. And that's like a granny square. Oh, wow. Like a granny square bucket hat. Okay, wow. So that's quite cute, yeah? Yeah, and they do it all in one colour. So it looks really modern because it's like monochromatic. And I really like that idea. I just don't know whether I can pull off a granny square bucket hat. Right, right. I don't know whether I can pull off hats, right? Mm. So I haven't tried, but I have done a few of these custom orders for some of our customers. Yes, yeah. Other things that you can make with these granny squares are if you make different sizes of granny squares, all you have to do is make two of them. You can seam all three sides and leave one opening and that could be a bag. Right, like a mini pouch. Like a mini pouch. Oh, it could be large. It doesn't have to be mini, right? Oh, right, right. It depends on how big you want it to be. Yeah. You could just have two larger pieces, maybe like 12 inches by 12 inches, you know, seam three sides, add a strap. It could be like a crossbody or, you know, just over the shoulder kind of bag that you could carry to the market, to the farmer's market or something. Yeah, what a simple design. And it's and it's easy and you could do them in different colours and they're they make such wonderful gifts, Christmas gifts. There you go. Right. If you haven't yet started on your Christmas presents, you know, we did a Christmas episode earlier. This could totally be one of those things that you do. And the best thing is it wouldn't take you too long. So if you start now, you definitely can make it by Christmas. <laughs> yes, I think one of the amazing things about a making granny square bag like this is you could do it in maybe... Uh, would an hour be ambitious? In a day. Okay, you maybe, could do yeah. it in a day. Yeah. You could probably do two in a day. Yeah. So they're easy and they're fast and they're fun. I think that's... that's it sort is of, fun. It is fun. Yeah, I agree. And this is just the basic square. You know, the basic granny square or rectangle. We briefly touched on it. Yeah. But let's... Let's talk about granny square modifications, right? So you can use the granny square stitch like we talked about, but it doesn't have to be a square. And so let's talk a little bit about what other things you could do with it, right? So I like to call them the one-piece modification. One-piece modification, Yeah, right. it's like my own term. I, I don't even think this term really exists, but it's basically manipulating one granny square into something else. So I think one of the famous projects, which are it's quite widely known, is the granny square bottom bag. Okay. And when I teach this in my class and I tell them we're going to be making a granny square bottom bag, 
it's the word granny and bottom in the in one sentence that sort of raises eyebrows a little bit but then i have to explain no 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 it looks really nice and modern if you yeah. choose it all in like a nice cream color it could look like a beach bag you know yeah yeah don't like ignore the the term and the words used for this yeah so it's just a granny square because it uses the basis of a granny square stitch and the it's called a granny square bottom bag because you build it from the bottom up ah That's it. right okay. okay okay that makes sense now so basically Basically, you create a square to the size of the base that you want and all you do is skip the center two clusters of every row and you keep building up that way. Okay. Because in a granny square, by building you know two clusters separated by two chains in the corners, you increase every row yeah. by two, two clusters. Yeah. And by decreasing two clusters in the center, you keep your cluster count even and so that builds it upwards in the back instead of expanding outwards in a square right okay so okay, that's kind of like yeah. a modification in fact if you just type in ravelry or in google i'm sure that you could find lots and lots of granny square bottom bag designs or even even youtube i'm sure that you'll find a few on yeah. youtube right so that's one of them Another modification that you could do is if you are familiar with creating hexagons, granny square hexagons. So it's no different than creating a regular granny square. Instead of four sides, you create six sides. Oh, okay, okay. Right, and by creating six sides, you put in a lot more fabric and so the work buckles, right? But for some reason in the hexagon, it buckles in a way that you could fold it over and make like a half a T shape, like an L shape. Right. And you combine two L shapes to make a cardigan. I can see that. I think I've seen those patterns and designs before. Yeah, and on Pinterest, there are so many of these granny square hexagon cardigan patterns in like really chunky yarn. And it's all these light, pretty pastel colours. Right. And I really think crochet clothing is making a comeback with the younger generation. Yeah, yeah. I think like it is, yeah. those born in the 90s. And we... we I know, we were born in the <laughs> 80s, so, you know, granny squares and crochet was kind of old-fashioned for us. Then, yeah. Then, but I think those born in the 90s and, you know, beyond are starting to look at it as something that's, like, really fashionable and chic. Yeah. And I think that this granny square hexagon cardigan that's quite a mouthful... Yeah, it is. It's wonderful. It's such it's perfect and it builds up so quickly wow. because it's a granny square yeah. base. You know, from the look of it, you wouldn't think that it's a granny square. To be honest. Yeah, that's true. Because it folds in such a way. Yeah. All you see are the little nice 3DC clusters. Yeah, right. Which makes it so wonderful. But at the root of it, it's a very simple construction. You could do it in a day, basically. Really? Wow. Yeah, you could do it in a day. Okay. And it doesn't take that much yarn. I think maybe four to 500 grams. And for a cardigan, that's, I think that's, that's quite yeah. good. Yeah. I know that there are plenty of these patterns on Ravelry. Okay. So you just type in Ravelry, crochet, cardigan, or like crochet, hexagon, hexagon granny cardigan. square, cardigan. <laughs> That's quite a mouthful. But yeah, search it up and you'll be able to find many, many patterns that you could try. Okay, I'll go look it up. Are you really? Are you going to start another cardigan? Maybe, maybe. I know that, so Mel did say to me off, uh, off this recording, she said, wow, now I want to try making yeah. something myself and I said oh do you remember how much you struggled in I the know, previous one I know but I mean granny square is fun and I think I, I know after doing that cardigan I'm 
quite pretty, you know, used to doing granny squares. And you've forgotten how terrible it is. And no, okay, let me just explain myself. It's not terrible, it's just that, you know, sewing in all the ends, you know, sewing in two ends in every project is difficult enough. Yes. Yeah. Nobody crochets to sew in ends. Well, right. that's true. So I think doing like a granny square requires a lot of tails and a lot of yarn. Yeah. And a lot of yarn to sew in, you know, not really just to create the work. Yeah, just gotta be mentally prepared for that. But looking at how many, you know, items and different kind of, you know, products that, that I can make, make with, with yeah. granny square, I, I'm getting a little bit excited wanting to try and come up with like a ne- my next new project. I think what I'll do is I won't start a granny square project but I might now I may be feeling inspired to finish my granny square oh please cardigan. yes yeah you should do that the one that I started with you and this so this granny square cardigan that I'm making for myself is a light blue cardigan that was made in order to specifically match a blue and white dress that I have yeah yeah I remember and, that yeah and it's like a thin spaghetti strap top with like a bustier and like an A-line skirt. And so I wanted a cardigan that I could wear that sort of matches. And just so happens, this blue yarn matches almost identically the blue patterns yeah. in my white dress. And I thought, wow, that's perfect. I could wear it out for, you know, this particular dinner we were going to. Yeah. The dinner yeah. came and, and went. You were doing so finish. well though at I the finished, beginning. I finished the back panel. <laughs> okay, that's all I did. Let's be honest. And the dinner came and went. And my cardigan is not finished. And I thought, okay, now I have no reason to finish it because I'm not in a rush. Uh And it's just been sitting there for like half a year. You know, when I was doing my cardigan, I thought it would motivate you to finish yours as well. Actually, it didn't. I saw how much you struggled and I thought I never... Oh, okay. It had the opposite effect then. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go through that. And clearly I didn't because my work is not done. But, 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 I shall disclaim it out in this episode that I will try to finish it and maybe you guys can hold me accountable. You know what? If I don't post updates in like a month's time, just uh-huh. send me lots of messages and like public comments saying, yeah. show me your finished cardigan. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all you gotta say. Show me your cardigan <laughs> and she'll probably be motivated to do it then. Okay, so let's let's quickly move on from this topic because I'm feeling a little bit stressed now. Pressured. So in the topic of, you know, granny square modifications, you could also do triangles. Yeah. Right? And if you're thinking about home decor, which I love, you could make lots of triangle granny squares okay. and put them together in like a little bunting That's or like a cute. window like above the baby's crib or yeah. above your bed or yeah you can do like tiny little mini ones yeah and you could color match them you could you know match them to the theme of your house or if it's like Halloween it could be black and orange right or if it's Christmas it could be you know green and red yeah and like like put it along the Christmas tree or something yeah and and I think that's that's wonderful that's beautiful another thing is maybe like try okay this is if you are a little bit more intermediate to advanced right you could turn mandalas like round mandala patterns into granny squares and I think that's the beauty of granny squares, or at least that's our modern interpretation of a granny square. Yeah. You basically can turn anything into a granny square. Wow, okay. okay. Let me give you an example. Um, I think there's this crochet brand out there called One Dog Wolf, and she created like little Monstera leaves. So they are 3D looking leaves, like leaves, like Monstera leaves, you know, the, yeah, those really yeah. nice big leaves. 
and all she did was crochet around it in a certain formation to create a square and then from there you just build it up into a granny square and I've seen some pictures of completed projects from her like her customers and her uh-huh. followers of green monstera leaves surrounded by white background and oh. it, it's and they, it's done up in a blanket and it's so beautiful to see a nice white light cream looking blanket yeah. with lots of little green leaves oh, in it oh wow you know other people I've seen they create like really nice intricate round mandalas yeah yeah and all they do is just use double and treble crochets around it to create like a square wow and from that you get a granny square yeah yeah so it's no longer just making a granny square in a particular pattern, you yeah. know. Some of the more intricate ones are actually mandalas. And I think mandalas are so easy to make because it's just one series of pattern. Yeah. And you just repeat that 12 or 8 or 6 or however many times you need to. I think it's so amazing that you give such good examples to show how granny square can be basic and simple and also go up to become something a little bit more complex. Yeah, and also I think crochet sort of evolving and part of, you know, what our brand is yeah. is to sort of promote crochet in a modern and accessible way. Exactly, it's no yeah. Longer, it's no longer granny and brown and purple. Yeah, despite the name, it's so, you know, versatile. And modern and but that's what I love about it. And some of my favourite patterns or Pinterest images that catch my eye are in fact granny squares. <laughs> yeah, correct, same. It's just done in like a light cream or a light grey and they look so wearable and so like fresh. You know, it's not yeah. ugly. It's not, you know, it's granny <laughs> granny looking yeah. no offense to the grannies out there okay because grannies really crochet the best yeah so those are some things you can do with granny squares and you know if you want to talk about being a little bit more advanced for you advanced listeners out there you probably already know this but you could dabble into mosaic granny squares or overlay crochet wow which okay. is basically a lot of front pose and back pose double or treble crochets to make it look like little trackings or cable knits or cables around one granny square i see and it looks so it looks so moroccan tileish and it's so beautiful i love mosaic overlay you know crochet yeah and done in a granny square it looks so complex it looks so intricate and so rich so now i can understand why you say if there's one thing that i've got to learn in crochet it mm-hmm. would be the granny square yeah exactly because you could you know if you think about anything in crochet and you don't know how to build it up in construction in one you know one continuous strand yeah a good option is to just do many many squares and you can just piece them together like puzzle pieces yeah it really depends on how creative you can be and you can make anything yeah okay so here's a tip for you guys right it just i just thought about (laughs) it okay here's a tip for you guys if you want to try out making granny square but you don't want to actually you know crochet and you want to just piece them together all you have to do is just cut out small squares of paper and then just tape them together in how you think right. the construction will be. And then that will give you an idea of how many squares you need. You could even use different colored paper cut out, you know, to correspond with yep. the color of yarn. You know, say if you're doing a, a granny square cardigan, you know, you could do like 20 pieces of squares for the back panel. And then maybe however many you need for the front panel and the sleeves. And just use tape, just regular sticky tape. Yeah, tape the and sides put together. it all together. And then you have like a mini 3D model of what your actual work will look like. And if you feel like you could put in the work for that, or if you feel like you want to modify something, you can do it there and then. So that's sort of the, your proof of concept. or yeah, your, your pre-planning before you actually do yeah, it. Yeah, your planning before you actually start the work. And I think that is, 
you know, it's a really good way to just start to dabble or let the idea conceive and take root in your mind before you actually start to crochet. Yeah, that's smart. And that's just it. You know, that's just all there is to the world, a wonderful world of Granny Granny Squares. It's so simple, but it produces such complex ideas and end products you know and it's just really down to your creativity how young and fresh and modern or traditional you want it to look yeah exactly I hope like after this you know listening to this episode you guys have you know newfound love for granny squares and ideas yeah and as excited as me to try you know different projects with using granny squares and so if you guys are gonna try anything or start anything not that I want to contribute to any you know existing whips but if you do try something I want to know and I want to see so take a photo of it and tag us on Instagram we are at Crooked Crochet SG and before we end this episode again I want to remind you guys that we will be at this event that you can come by and say hi to us Right, it's the Etsy Craftivist Christmas Market in collaboration with Curbside Crafters. You know, we are on our last day here. It's Sunday, 12 December, and this event was running from Friday. So it's 10, 11, 12 December from 12 noon to 9 p.m. We are at 730 North Bridge Road. It's like a little small building of its own. So come by and say hi. You know, it's been really fun talking to you guys. It's really, it's tiring, but I love it. It's so exciting. And if you're already following us on Instagram, you will see that we've been posting lots of updates and, you know, videos of of you guys coming by and saying hi. And I'm just thriving in this environment. So come by and say hi. But if you're not in Singapore and you can't come find us you know uh, you can just find us on our Instagram and say hi and we'd still love to talk to you there in yep. fact you might need to tell me to shut up right <laughs> and we you can find us on Instagram or Facebook we are at Crooked Crochet SG but I think for this week you know find us on our Instagram might be better or you can whatsapp us we are plus six five nine one two seven two seven four three and if you're in singapore you can just omit the plus six five yeah you can email us as well on crooked crochet sg at gmail.com and once again check back every sunday at 12 noon new episodes get released then and you can listen to us on i think apple too right i think recently we put ourselves up on apple and i've been meaning to tell you guys but i forgot so it's not just on spotify but you can find us on apple podcast as well which is so exciting i don't know why we didn't you know do our checks and and we only recently realized that well we're not on it so yeah yeah now we are we are we are we got on it already so we'll see you then next week in our next episode and till then i hope you have a good time crocheting lots of granny squares granny squares for the win bye guys